Hey, I'm FK. And I'm Jules. Welcome to I Said What I Said. The Unsolicited Opinions Podcast. Hello, ladies and gents. How far? How have you guys been? It's been a minute. Some of you have messaged us, man, 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 man. When is the next episode? This is the next episode. Okay, let's just like, you know, we have a relationship now. Yeah. I think we just need to keep it the way it is. That's the first thing. Second thing is, I'm just going to throw out a few things. So, FK and I, we're really trying to stay on the pulse of, like, millennial culture in Nigeria. So, what we would like to do, just throw out a few, you know, categories. And if you fall into one of these categories, first of all, I'm sorry for you. But more importantly, reach out to us. So, if you and your siblings, like, majorly you don't fuck with each other, like, you hate each other, you cannot stand. You don't like each other at all. We want you on this. We want you on this podcast. of you both of you all of you uh-huh. we can't promise that we'll solve any of your family problems in fact i suspect that when we leave this place you'll be worse off but but our ratings will go up and that's more that important that you were a big part of that happening and you know imagine you being a destiny helper so you know that's just what that is so you know we really look forward to listening to your family problem discussing then again we also have a lot of wisdom so you never know we yeah you never actually know which other category again? Um, we said we wanted to deal with um, a mother and daughter. Yeah. But considering our own current situation... I don't think we should delve into mm-hmm. that um, immediately. Um, I would like to speak to somebody who got pregnant very young mm. for a useless man. And that's... So not, not like a nice guy and then, you know, no. You got pregnant for like your, the classroom fine boy. You're a very useless man. If you can get the useless man also here, that would be lovely. Um, that's another category of people we'd like to speak to. Jola. What? Who else again? I don't know. We don't... Look, do you know what we'll do? Just write a list and tweet it. Fine. If you fall into a category, send us a DM. Or if you have something Fine. you really want to talk about... Fine. Come and join us. We have one, um, okay. one of those letters. Sorry, before we read out... So some people send us... I'm talking to our guest now before I introduce him. Some people send us um, life problems because, well, you guys have them. And we give out sage advice to the boys and girls that write us to the problem. Now, I'd like to introduce our guest. This episode is going to be quite interesting. I've been looking forward to this episode for a long time. Uh-huh. I've been begging our producer. <laughs> I won't call his name, but he's here to get... If you know us. any boy from Bielsa that works in aristocratic records and wears glasses with polo shirts. He is the cause of the delay between podcast episodes. It is him. Our intro jingle is what? Yes, it's him. So if you see him on the road, on site, guys. On site. Pull up to him. That's that's what you should do. Now, we have Wait, let me also say something. He knows militants. So you need to decide how much you value your own. So I don't know how much you like us, but you know, at owner's risk yes go and meet him then you call us to say that oh yeah and you'll speak to that's actually your problem personal issue (laughs) i didn't send you i just give you you know i I, you know whatever (laughs) now we have a guest and we're trying to speak to 
I'm very interested in speaking to people from all kind of walks of life in all different professions. So we're having a professional series. It's like career day. Okay. <laughs> I know the thing that's boring about career day. What is your lawyer? Policeman. Police. First of all, in Nigeria, I feel like policeman should come and talk to me on career day. Your actual career is, is theft. <laughs> anyway, you know, politician, surgeon. But those are actually not the careers I'm personally intrigued by or interested in. Nobody makes a sh- okay, I'm lying. They make a sh- they make shows about doctors, lawyers and policemen. But they also make other shows about the profession that this man is in. Now our guest is named Gustavo. Did I say that right? <laughs> and he is a professional dispenser medicinal items and other things yes. he is a um, hard knocks pharmacist he is a street therapist a street therapist you know raz people who don't have vision might call him a drug dealer but that's just so myopic mm. very myopic on what the real situation is. So we have Gustavo from the streets here um, with us. And I actually feel I feel a bit gangster now. There's red cup in this studio. That's fact. I don't know what you're talking about. I really, really am. There's actually red cup. I want to see this opportunity to just before we start, honestly, there are a few things I'd like to say. The first one being that contrary to popular opinion, I'm actually law abiding citizen. No, don't get me wrong. I abide to law. I just want this opportunity to say that there may be members of Nigerian security forces listening. And if you have any other questions, just direct them straight to Fikemi Abudu. No, I'll be locked out. I have nothing. Not a single thing. In fact, this voice you are hearing it's not means FK mimicking me my voice. Email Gustavo at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gustavo at gmail.com. But before all we right. do that, should we okay. answer this person's That's question? So all three of us, myself, Jules, and Gustavo, we're going to answer this person and give them life advice. Gustavo, are you listening? I'm listening. Okay. Hey, guys, I love your podcast. I don't even know if this one is advice. I just want to include your banter in my predicament. I live in some European country, and I met a guy here who has a girlfriend in Nigeria. Mm. Me, I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want Biko. But um, this guy was persistent like crazy, and he started to grow on me, Sai. Anyway, Sharp. I decided to let him know that I know they do because he had a girlfriend. I don't care that she's in Nigeria, but uncle wouldn't let me rest. And it makes it hard because I actually do like him. Plus when he's plus when I say I'm going to ignore his texts and calls, I still run into him and my heart skips a bit. Sigh again. Nah, or you'll be my Nemo. I won't lie, I really like persistence in a man and he has just the right amount of it. Anyway, I love, love, love listening to your podcast. Jules, you remind me so much of my friend, um, voice and presumably mannerisms as well. FK, I met you once when I was in Nigeria and you weren't very nice to me. Oh, I'm not surprised. FK is a witch. What? She has been wicked since the day what? I met her. Okay. Since the day okay. I, met, I met FK when we were 13 all, years I old. I thought I was going to advise you this person. <laughs> but clearly, the plan here is different. <laughs> very nice to people. FK is very Maybe wicked. Maybe came up onto me with bad energy. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm lovely. I'm actually very, very nice. <laughs> See how you're shall I I'm shocked. 
<laughs> message me what's that anyway carry on i don't know that's it that's it but i was she, actually lovely that's it she met a nice persistent guy that happens to have a girlfriend in nigeria and wants them to frolic wants them to frolic on bed the first thing <laughs> the first thing i was asked is are you having heart failure your heart is skipping my friend will you put your heart back in don't mind her don't mind her it's skipping a bit absolute rubbish listen sis i can see where this story is going Mm-hmm. And I have to be clear to you. First of all, you've already said that me, I'm not nice. <laughs> I'm not even inclined. I find that very offensive because a lot of people have met me and I'm usually nice. I don't I don't remember. I don't I mean maybe you should message me about the interaction. We can have a do-over for drinks on the condition that you stop talking to this monster. Let me yes. tell you what this guy is a life breeder. This is the way because the worst kind of guys are the ones who are 100% honest about their nonsense. So you now are deceived about them because you think, oh, A plus for being honest. Oh, for being that. nice. For being honest and being nice. For coming up to me with... You get, now your heart is oh skipping. Oh my gosh, you know what it reminds me of? There's one show. psychological issue. There's one web show. The new mm-hmm. Red TV web show. What's There's that? a character, eh? mm-hmm that met a baby in, like through business yes. and he's married she knows he's married and he goes up to her and says that he knows he's married but will you go out with me what's it but anyway listen sis, you i know that you already know this and we are just here to tell you again baby girl run for your life you have to run in the opposite direction the thing about you ignoring his texts and stuff is look i can tell you for certain i don't even have that kind of willpower blocked I like a persistent guy as well, but he should be persistent about breaking up with his girlfriend. Do you get? Yeah, he, he should. That same about being single. Like people say, that same energy. The same energy that is used to chase you. You should have the energy to become single mm-hmm. because I find it shocking that he's still chasing you and still having a girlfriend um, in Nigeria. No, don't don't let yourself get carried away with it because here's the truth no matter how irritating a person is and this is facts everybody likes to pretend yeah you spend a lot of time with an individual you start you find you start, something you to like about them, them. so them don't let more. don't let your don't let your don't let your hormones and your body yeah. and like you're doing put you in trouble well, yeah there'll be a day eh? <laughs> My dear, the, the stars will align. The stars will align. The sun will set, and there'll be a pink haze in the sky. Trouble, and he will be not only skip it. The sun will pause. <laughs> <laughs> Will be on pause. Your heart has stopped. Your pulmonary veins will be on, so will be blocked. Before that happens, I suggest you clear yourself from the situation. And I mean, see, the Bible says flee. Eh? It doesn't say that you should hide or use your strength. They say you should flee from evil. And yeah. what I suggest that you do from this guy is that you run. Back. Let me tell you my advice to the girl. She should just go and make money. Wow. Yeah, actually see actually let me tell you matter. something let me tell you something hmm? you can wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. and the person you love is in love with someone else fair you dig but trust me you can wake up 20 years later a hundred dollar bill will always be a hundred dollar bill do you know as convoluted as that i now, grab i actually i grab i get it sensible advice what he's saying is my dear focus uh, brother chasing or whatever you think focus your life because that guy clearly is in two minds you focus on your life you know because so because because if she if she was if she was comfortable like if she was independent when i'm independent i don't mean financially mm-hmm. i mean 
emotionally, emotionally, psychologically, everything all together, she would not really need any validation from the guy. Also, actually, makes sense. That, you know, listen, sis. Trust me. Let's not lie to each other. That's what we. That's what we look for. Validation, yes. So, my dear Gustavo Aziandu, eh, that nobody, personally, I just want to caveat this. I didn't say you should enter the trap life. I say you should focus on your life and not, you know, it's nice to be getting small, small validation for someone, but we all know that, look, you're, you're in a gray area and the line is where you're very close to the line. You can fall over it and nobody has self will. So, my dear, flee and focus on your life. All right. Now we're gonna delve into Gustavo's walls, Abby, trap life or whatever. Anyway, look, before we go there, I would just like to announce that ye though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> I fear though, because God is with me. So as we're entering this wall, <laughs> I'm actually covered by the blood of Jesus. Come on, man, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Trap, trap. Uh-huh. trap, trap, yo, yo, trap, uh-huh. yo, yo. Doing all year those rap songs, I've been learning the the eh? stuff, what? I've been learning the stuff in that the bando trap, trap, mm. <laughs> trap out the bando. That's what they talk now. That's what okay. they do. All right, let's start. So, Gustavo, can you tell us like your story? So, I want to know basically how you started and how you got into um, selling drugs. Let, let it just be how you got into the trap life so tell us your story like you know don't sugarcoat the thing don't try and weave it into a, a story that has a more just yarn us your story yeah from first of all first of all first of all yeah um if you say I should tell it as it is, you should understand the fact that if I want to tell the story the way it's supposed to be, there's some kind of um, big brands and names. It's code names, code names. You can hear us that later off, offline, off air. Do you get? We want to know the gist, but again, um, I can't be responsible for anything that's recorded on this podcast. So you can hear us. Just change everybody, change all the names, everything. You'll be fine. Or you know. Yeah, about that life call it call out everybody with your chest anyone you want to do yana so whatever you don't feel comfortable saying <clears throat> don't say it but as much as we can piece together so that we can understand where you came from and how you got it because i think a big thing is look i'm never going to necessarily agree with the selling of drugs and we'll get to that but there's also a misconception about who the people are involved you were telling us earlier that you'd be surprised some of the people that that you see they're actually normal you know they're working nine to five whatever but they're big in the drug trade so i just want to know your own story your own background so we don't um assume anything about you that may or may not be true so you can just tell us you're a smart guy you can filter what needs to be filtered out. but let it be juicy you know let's, let's... <laughs> yeah i just wanted to know your background first of all before we go into the question just tell us how you got to this point this point that you're sitting in this room here with us I smoked my first joint when I was like 13. Yeah. Quick, quick question. How? Because <laughs> when don't, I was 13. Don't worry, I'll get there. Okay. okay. Just ride with me. Alright. Um, yeah. I will stay on the side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you ride ahead. See, no, 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 no. This, oh, yeah, this, well, this, is, this is where the problem is now. Hmm? You can't ride with me literally. You can't no. trust me. You can't last. You can't last an hour in my life. I don't even doubt. You this. dig so like this I is this dig. is this is this is you just riding 
on my, my imaginations. Okay. You get me? Okay. On the story. Mm-hmm. So just enjoy it. Like, I don't know what harm it can cause. It's not going to cause it. Okay. So what with you? Go Good. So like I said, like, um, I smoked my first joint. I was like, I think 13, 14. Mm-hmm. That was my secondary school days. Mm-hmm. Um, then it used to be an issue because... Um, no the guy, the guy that actually, the guy that actually does most of the smoking, then was like, um, he was like the security guy in the school. Oh, okay. And normally, the hood where I grew up in, that has in Port Harcourt, Rumokuru, uh-huh. Elibolo, is actually about Rumokuru. They let you know it's 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 like the heart of PH. You dig? Okay. It's where everything goes down. Like the toughest of the toughest. You guys will say things about militancy. Like one of the strongest militancies are then. That was, I think. Stays stayed behind my crib. So yeah, me coming out in the morning, going to school, I see guys smoking up. It was a normal routine in England. Coming from a family where, where was very strict, mm-hmm. I was very religious and um, yeah, enlightened family. So it was crazy. Then we had a very strong um, negative idea about marijuana, mm-hmm. especially. So, like, me coming out in the morning, it was always crazy for me to go to school, passing that place, perceiving that stuff. I was always scared and, like, it was like the bad boys. So, yeah. when you smell that, like, yeah, the bad boys, are, they are at it again. Mm-hmm. It did. Well, yeah. After my secondary school days, or towards the end of my secondary school days, that's like my SS1. Mm-hmm. I, I will never forget that morning. I was just trolling, like, early in the morning. I saw the security guy. We're always cool. Because in school, I was like the head then. Like, I was like the bad boy of the school. Like, people were scared of me and everything. It was cool. Even you being still scared <clears> of the <throat> general area bad boys. You dig. But my school was a private school. Oh, so... So, I was... My, my Like, my, my first two years... Um, I was like my, my GS1, GS2 was a public school. Mm-hmm. I was in the East. It was in Abba. Okay. So, you dig. So, yeah, like, it was tough then. It was crazy. So, when they brought me to Potaka to a private school, it was just... <laughs> It was like cheese. So I was like the boss. Like in a week, I was like the boss in the school. I'm already running things. I was already, you know, implementing the fact that seniors need to be respected and we need to flog the juniors and make Sorry, stuff happen. So yeah, 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 yeah. Fast forward. On implementing, meaning what? Like first of all, when I came in, like the junior students could just run into the classrooms and mm. you know call the seniors by their name and say, yeah, hello, hi, James. It so was good. So when I came, to, I was like, nah. Where I'm coming from, stuff like this don't happen. Yeah. So the first thing I did, if you come across like coming to class carelessly, you be flogged, man. You be penalized. You then you get where I'm from. Like where I'm from, we call it obtaining. You be obtained. Like you lose some money too. Yeah. And did you get everybody else involved in this? Yeah, I recruited a lot of guys. They were like, it, it was an idea that they had in the back of their mind, but they didn't have anybody to spearhead it. Yeah. So I was like the leader. Okay. So like fast forward the whole story. So I was like, based on the fact that I was a bad guy in school, the security guy was cool with me. So like, let me know some things. So every day, I was just telling him about the smoke. Like, break time, he told me, let's go have some smoke together. I'm like, yo, G. Like, I was always claiming that I do smoke too, but I didn't want to smoke did. in school. Yeah. But I didn't. So one day, he caught me on the corner. He already had it lit. And he just called me. I should come. And I came. I saw him. was already lit. He was like, yo, G. Come on. Like, why won't you share with me? Like, you did this on your own. Why won't you want to smoke with me? And I'm like, oh, let's do this, man. I smoked the joint with him. So how was your first experience? Like, so like I smoked that afternoon. I went back to the class after the break time. Everything seemed so funny to me. That was the first reaction I got. He dig the teacher was vibrating a whole lot when he was writing on the board. You know, I was noticing a lot of things. The girls around, I was figuring some shit out about them too. 
it was amazing but what i realized that day was um when he got to my geography lesson i'll never forget that day <laughs> the I teacher himself let me tell you that, that the teacher himself when he came in mm-hmm. for the first time i figured out why he behaved the way he behaves when he teaches after the break time <laughs> so when i saw him doing what he was doing i figured out this guy was on something too so he figured it out too because <laughs> there's always this connection when you see someone that smokes marijuana too there's this I vibe you, you would just marijuana. know he did wonderful so he kept on asking me questions and my replies were funny and the way i was acting in class he had to come into science such comment you know kind of perceived it from my mouth and he punished me. He told me to go to the corner. He told me to go need on the corner and blah, 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 blah. After the whole thing, he took me out of the class and asked me if I smoke. I told him, yeah, I do. We're cool. So after then, it was just me and him. So Smoking. Yeah, that was why, that was why I developed the, the culture. Yeah, every break time, we'll go have lunch together, smoke up together, come back, and what a wonderful laugh it out try the whole class session so those that's by the way so skip fast forward and when i got into the uni where did you go to uni? emo state university okay. so okay before i go into emo state university i go into the um, university of science and technology river state um already i always had people around me that yeah they want to smoke uh-huh. all the time so I found myself in, in scenarios whereby I'm always the one buying and okay. people are smoking off me and it wasn't cool. And after my uni days, blah, 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 I got signed to a record label. Okay. So that whole, the whole scenario changed, like the kind of people around me, my whole, everything switched up. Mm-hmm. It, so I now figure that still, I have a lot of people that still always want to smoke. Mm-hmm. I realized that a lot of people had demand for it. Mm-hmm. In the hotel, they rented a floor. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah, that's part of the story too. So yeah, like, um, that day I was the, with the guys, I was was with the, the men, and they said they wanted something matching. There's what like three meal. Um, I was amazed because when he said that, I was like, yo, like, why do you want this? Yeah. He said, yeah, for at least for the couple days that they are there, probably they will need more if they're going to stay mm-hmm. the next day. So that, that I went and I got that stuff for them. Like, and I, I, it was funny because what they were calling like three mil, the value for me to get it then was like a mil. So you made profit. So I made like two mil. Yeah. Straight up. So I like, what like what was going on i was confused so i gave him and i spent time in the hotel with them yeah. vibe like two days later like they want another one again another batch again i'm like wow and I'm, I'm talking medical marijuana nothing else yeah. we did so when i got that check i was like fam this is lucrative i started running research on it i figured that i love guys making the big money. big bucks of this out there in the states and countries where it's legal so like I'm someone that like farm I'm 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 I have I have a degree in mathematics you dig like I went to school yeah I'm a graduate so like I know whatever I want to do I always try to check and make sure that even though it's illegal or whatever it You're is it yeah I'm doing it properly that's the kind of person I am so I started running more research about marijuana medical marijuana and I realized that they call they have they have they have this um set they call hybrids. Mm-hmm. 
there are two like there are two like different species or three different species of marijuana. They have intica, they have sativa, and they have rodalis. Okay. A lot of people don't know about rodalis. People just know indica and sativa. I don't even. Prof, prof. You that's what they call you. Yeah. Nah, that's what I say. I say I study what I, I, I study like when prof, it when it comes no 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 when it comes to THC. You actually study. Mar- I study I study a lot. Then so they have three strains. They have indica, sativa, and rodalis. Mm-hmm. So now. I have people in the states that um, what they do is hybrids. So they blend all these. They blend them together. Does that make it better? Amazing, because so that's the one you sell. They, yeah, because they, they they go down to degrees where they even they even crossbreed like some um chemicals that um could give you fruit taste like banana, mm-hmm. oranges, and all that. All these are medical. Like if I tell you the name of a strain, every 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 kush I bring have names. They have names of different strains. Mm-hmm. I could tell you this is purple dragon. You look at you see the purple coloration. I'll tell you mm-hmm. this is um banana OG. You get me? This is Jack Hair. This is Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. And whatever I tell you, you could go Google it and you see the medical um, attribute it has. You see me? You see the side effects, okay. everything. I know most people mm-hmm. don't do it for the medical reasons. So yeah, so yeah, basically that was what so happened. Good. And after I made those two flips, I just got myself like a couple ounces and like and you I just kept started. it. So yeah. how did you build up your a client base? Was it very easy? Everybody or just moving? it wasn't okay. It wasn't easy because um for me to make that happen, I actually had to um nobody knows this or probably people that were me around them know. I had to start I had to accommodate a dealer with me at one point in my label. In your Oh, so you had to get down. So he was living with. He was a dealer was, was living, living with me. So I was the one giving him supplies. Okay. He had the stuff, but he didn't have something as good as what as I what could get. Had. So I saw the way he was dealing. I saw everything. He was. You no, know, we call it traffic. Like I said, we so traffic. Yeah, understudy. Yeah. I, I, I dig. So. Trap internship. Trap internship. At, at that during that same period, people that saw me associating myself with him knew that ah. This guy, Gustavo, is trapping. This guy is doing this. So with time, I have people that always have demand for it. So when you when you when you just say when anybody says oh, they need Kush, does it call Gustavo? Yeah. So are you more of a retail? So do you sell small small individuals? Or are you? Um, are you I go both ways, man. Like it's it's like the truth is that when it comes to me, yeah, I'm one of those very irregular people. Okay. Okay. Even meaning meaning please shed more light. I'll shed more light. I understand the business so much and secondly, um I have other things I'm doing. Okay, that's not trapping. You feel me? Like my I'm a rapper, I have my career too and everything. So I kind of fluctuate. So now what I'm trying to explain is there's sometimes you see me, I'm like the baron. Okay. So you had to plug you You dig. Yeah. I'm not talking small quantities, I'm running shit. Like So what is big? Like 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 listen, like? listen, like there's a red flag, like they're looking for me and shit. There are some times um, and then 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 no, 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 and, and now and now and come back now. Let me see. Let, let me finish what I'm hey, saying. Baron come on, come on, come on, come on. Chill, 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 chill. I'm I'm trying to explain. I'm explaining something to you. Then okay. there are sometimes eh, when you see me, I'm just that guy that has a lot that yeah feels he could flip. Okay. You gave me. They, there are certain boundaries I've refused to cross like when like it comes what? to the hierarchy. Explain. So explain, 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 okay. so explain the hierarchy. Okay, let me what does that mean? You. Let me explain to you. You see, when you when you're in the business like this, you have to understand the fact that when you're dealing with certain people, over time, 
you're in a cartel. Okay, so it's not it's not just so it's not just oh no. I want to sell drugs, no, no, I'm selling no, no, drugs. No, no, There's a structure. No, 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 no. It's a cartel. So can you explain the structure to us? Okay. Like not with names, but just give just us like, explain to us like, how let me explain. I will. I will. Okay. I will. In the cartel they have like the peddlers. Hmm? What level is that? The peddlers are like the guys that work for me, like on the streets. Yeah, cab drivers. Okay. You no know, different works of life, security guards. Or salary. Are the peddlers usually like people who are doing um, like those kind of jobs? No, no, no. Okay. Most of these peddlers are people that um, they have something small scale going for themselves already, but okay. um, because of the positions they're in, you think it might be the location, mm-hmm. it might be because of the kind of car he has and the kind of clientele he carries. You dig? just employ him and you okay. you can never really tell most of the time yeah um, that he's a peddler you know you won't do you have women as well they're mostly women wow what yeah. kind of jobs are they doing they're those pretty girls you see in the club that you don't okay. even have an okay. idea that they're the ones selling so they sell to the people that they interact with you did. all right so above peddlers so um you now have um you now have like small time distributors mm-hmm which are like some other people that work for me too, like, you get me, they're the ones I give and they break it down and talk to the peddlers and tell them. Okay, so you don't interact with peddlers, they do? I used to. I still do. Most of the time, especially when I want to make sure that my business is in order. So, yeah, okay, cool. so you explained to us with the peddlers, after the peddlers is next. Small time distributors. You get the small time distributors, then um, the plugs, which are like, you guys get. So it jumps from small time distributors to plugs. Okay. Straight up. And I'm a plug. Okay. So, so you sell to small time distributors. Like I said, I said I do fluctuate. Yeah. But like so, sometimes I'm there. So my so question at this is, point, okay, at this point, where when you start dealing that quantity, it's not about you anymore. Mm-hmm. This is a business that I love, but I'm involved in. So, and you know it's illegal, man. You know there's law enforcement. Mm-hmm. There are certain, certain guidelines you need to operate by that. Even when you think you don't even fuck with anybody. If you cannot cross certain boundaries, that guys I'll call you to order and tell you. Like what boundary? Yo, G. First of all, like um, there are certain quantities you pick up, and if you're the kind of person that is loud about it, if people find out, you get people that come tell you that farm, you are getting busted very soon. Yeah. And trust me, you get busted real quick. I've got friends that got busted, and daily come straight up to them because mm. they had such a. Yeah. They were bragging about it, and so the idea, the, 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 the good thing about me, part of a cartel, is that they would let you know. This guy will tell you. This guy will let you know that farm. I'm working in a bank. I'm an MD. Like you can't be acting like this. You can't be working like. You can't be doing this because it will reflect on me. You're my friend. Yeah. People know. So in the cartel, now we're going to this area of specific questions. Am I giving you questions to ask now? Yeah, you are. In the cartel, you have at this plug level. I'm assuming that you have people who are not quote unquote drug dealers. Yeah, you have professionals. I'm not even a drug dealer. So. I know. Okay. You're a rapper, but like, I mean, you're also a drug dealer. But like, you know what I mean. So what I mean is, are there a lot of people at this plug level that I would be surprised that they're in the cartel? Of course. Give me like not people's names, but like examples of people in different types of professions that I might not, I I might be surprised to find that a person who fits this profile is in this game. I've got a professional nurse. Okay. 
Um, she's not in a Nigerian hospital actually. She's she's in the hospital in the states. Okay. Again, but she's Nigerian. Mhm. And she's a, she's in the game. I've got I've got club owners. Those ones we know them now. Sure. I've got club owners. I've got someone that like I I want to say MD level, but he's in a strong level in the bank, in the banking system too. And he's selling drugs. Um, he goes to the state. His friends own dispensaries. What else? What do you expect? Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't expect him to do that. To That's be quite frank. Um, no, no. Let me correct you on that. Don't say that because of the fact that yeah, the laws here are against it. Don't forget the fact that these guys are doing this stuff in states where it's legalized, so they're cool. Okay, so let's get into a different. Where before we get into because what what makes you say no? They shouldn't do that. Do that because yeah. Where you from? The laws, how you bring brought up your moral standards states that yeah, it's evil. But these people are from where from where they grew up. It's legalized, it's not a problem, it's a lucrative job. And don't forget that we're talking about medical marijuana here. I'm not telling you, I'm not saying coke, I'm not saying crack, I'm not calling no. It's all greens we're talking about. Okay. Vegetables. Edibles. Vegetables. Edibles. Yeah, I do edibles, cakes, like Cookies. Lollipops. Gummy bears. Gummy bears. Yeah. As long as get you hot and stoned, you're oh, good. Wonderful. So before we get into that, and I really want to go where you just because I see that you're passionate about this area. Of, <laughs> of course. No, 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 I see that you're passionate about this area of like people saying, Oh, they shouldn't they don't expect people to do that is illegal. We'll get into that now because I, I see that, that that we have a clear difference in opinion on that. But before then, I want to talk about at these levels, what kind of quantities in cash? So as a peddler, what are you making? If you're a, an average, not like a really good one, or if you're just an average peddler, what kind of money can you expect to make in, say, monthly? I'm not going to exaggerate. If you rock it like a 100 a month. Okay, 100k a month. Then, as a small time distributor, as a small time distributor, at least in a month, you should be on some like two, three mil. Two, three mil. And as a plug, average plug. Mm-hmm. So, from every batch you flip, at least minimum 10, 12 mil. And how many batches are you flipping in a month? In a month. Not you personally, like, but like a the plug. average plug. These guys flip like... I can't say, man. Like, it's crazy. The least, as in just the least on that you get. This is not a full time. Just the least of the plugs. How many kilos are they flipping? Yo, these guys flip like 20 kilos, like, in a month. So you can be moving 50, 60 m. Are you fucking kidding me? We are not kidding. More. We are not. We are not. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm getting these expressions from me. Yeah, I'm serious because this is what I do. I Don't forget that. We did forget. That's why we asked you to come here. So is this profit or just revenue? These are profits. This is why I'm taking home. So pay 60 M a month. This is why that bank is how much but it, but the truth is, but the truth is, but the truth is, like I, like I told you, for you to be on that level, it means you're already managing an organization. Okay. So now, how big is your organization, people-wise? How many people are under you? Farm. Like I just handle my peddlers, and I'm good. Like I said, I'm not trying to get above a certain limit okay. because at this point in time, I know it's illegal. Yeah. And there's certain other legal st- stuff I'm handling, and I don't need anything clashing. Yeah. It's not. It's not like I've not had problems with the law enforcement like a okay. couple of times but the fact what gets me out is the fact that when they come to understand what i'm doing they know that there's a level to this shit i'm doing so you're not so they won't come so okay that's interesting you um, dig so like still how big is your organization numbers at least i'm feeding like 10 11 people okay and so in big, lagos a big cartel member how many how big is the organization 
these guys have these guys have hundreds of people wow hundreds like i just told you i told you like 10 11 but i told you yeah. just lagos. In lagos other places you have more people as well it's not something like it's just now that you asking me i'm trying to now you're trying to think structure them down like that like if i structure them like that, i might even blow my mind i'll be like why am i spending so much money why am i caring about so much people it will start making me think but this is something that happened over time because you know you need this guy here and you need that guy here feel me and if he's not happy he starts siphoning your money so you have to make him happy his mom is sick you have to make sure his mom is all right the other guy driver's car is bad you have to fix it you have to make sure it's cool so yeah now running there okay let's get to some of the more kenny issue because like you were saying you know it's illegal um this and that and countries wait now and countries that are doing it before we even get to a case of legal i want to just ask you do you ever did you ever have a personal conflict like did you ever feel like all oh, this thing i'm doing is bad do you ever feel like i shouldn't be doing this personally i still feel like that you still feel like that so how come and the reason i'm asking is not even from a judgmental place honestly um i wouldn't suggest anybody sell drugs not even just because it's legal it's also seems dangerous messy also the things i guess no it's just because it's illegal i know no, but this is what, what we're talking no, about. So far, we're talking so, about we're talking about weed, which is yeah, like a great. I'm talking about, I'm talking about drugs in weed. general, right? Because what I don't I don't know. No, don't say drugs because if you say drugs in general, we'll, we'll have a different conversation. Okay. 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 So on that, is there crossover? So is there people sell weed? Do they like graduate crossovers. to selling other things? There are crossovers. There are crossovers. I sell Molly too. You sell Molly too. Okay. So now this is what I mean. You you get into other things. So there's sure there's medical mar- marijuana and there's medical reasons for that. But you get into other things that have different kinds of side effects, different kind of addictions. So with this thing you said now, where you still feel like you shouldn't be doing this. Let me give you. Let me give you. Let me give you. Let, a, me, let me give you a story. Let me land my question. My question is: So what has made you, even with that feeling of I shouldn't be doing it, keep on doing it? Have you have you have you have you heard about like um how much the hemp industry is producing around the world like lately? Yeah, now jumping. No, 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 the... chill, 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 chill. You guys should not forget the fact that what we've been talking about right now is marijuana. Mm-hmm. This is something that you just got legal in Canada. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's something like in the future. The way you have your pharmacies here. You will still walk into a, 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 a herbal pharmacy and still get it for whatever. So yeah, it's just the fact that it's legal. That's what you. That's what the problem is right that now. That wasn't my question. I'm not, what was so the I question? haven't gotten to the legal illegal divide. I'm saying I, I just want to ask about you personally because you said you had a moral like I asked. The first question was if you had a moral conflict about it. Yeah, the, the, the moral. I feel I should be the, doing the, the moral. The because of the illegal. The, the, the moral conflict is just the fact that yeah, the law enforcement has been. It's crazy. Like you don't know what you don't know how it feels. Like um, yeah, the money is cool, but okay. So, do you have a number in your head, right? Like when I make this amount of money, I'm going to stop dealing and probably going something more legitimate. Can you or are you convinced that well, it's going to be legal one day, so I'll just keep pushing till it becomes legal. see this question has an honest answer and it has an answer that is just regular answer the honest one you dig yes um i don't think there's anybody that uh, okay there are only a few people that actually just said they want to go into drug dealing as like a career Mm -hmm. you know 
and probably get to the, the hierarchy, the highest height of the hierarchy. And you know, there are few people that are like that, and those who are ruthless, these are people that don't care about taking lives and stuff. But you know me, and um, it started like every regular person, it's not like a gateway. You know, you just want cash, you just mm-hmm. get things go by and get one or two things in order. The economy is fucked up, you just want to get things going. So, yeah, that's I would say I always had like. Um, like I, I have a lot of things that I'm on the pipeline I'm doing that I feel that if those things just kick up properly if, um, I have a fast food line I want to release very soon because I'm a chef to I cook so like I just believe like if my music my fast food and most of those things kick off I feel like yeah if I'm making more, a lot of money from it I might not just want to go into it anymore I might just decide to say, yeah I love smoking I'll just keep smoking and I'm not dealing okay but the truth is the more you delve into the business and you make money it's hard becomes difficult yeah I understand uh, that part where you see so um, much money and also maybe you see you now see that that's the second part I was about to get to when you understand and um, the power of um, the networking involved mm-hmm. too and power too because the kind of people you know yeah because there are certain people I know you tend to understand you see like something you you start making creating excuses for it like i said like my excuses who huge right now like i'm telling you i have people i've been talking to that like, in the states that are studying courses about cannabinoids and the hemp industry and what you can make out of it dig me and i'm already thinking about going to run like a course mm-hmm. you feel me because the industry is huge it's a billion dollar industry yeah. it might not happen in my generation but i pray it happens it will be legalized. The thing is, this argument of legalization, my question about it is, so would it be different for you if you were... Because you, you keep saying, oh, it, in, the, in countries it has been legalized. Yeah. So that almost makes it okay for you. That is something that is not illegal everywhere. But would it be very different from you if in Nigeria, law enforcement was a real thing? In the way in America, you can actually be busted and have a real jail time for selling drugs legally would it, would it change your opinion on the industry because I, they're they my neighbors they don't catch anybody guys are getting major jail time for this yeah. shit right now so it's a real threat and that's what I was asking it's real the reason why we do what we do is just the fact that yo we're making money off it and fam there's nothing else like this is this is this is what's lucrative yeah. at my own scenario I don't know about you. I don't know your. I don't know your family background. I don't know how it is for you. It might be there are other opportunities for you, but this is what's bringing the checks in. Yeah, that's okay. why we're doing what we're doing. It's not like, like the funny thing is that when I started, I was I was kind of ashamed. But when I do it most of the time, I'm like people when you just say, "Hey, you're coming like a trap or you're coming to drop off something," they see like one tout that. But when I found out that look, there are guys at school in the UK, in the that US, well. their family is so comfortable, but. They they, it, they 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 can't give them enough to like you know enjoy life or not even about enjoy life like set up themselves the way they want to uh-huh. you dig and they are doing it they're even way more intelligent they have more degrees than I have uh-huh. I humbled myself I just feel like yo it's, it's at the end of the day it's just like it's all of us trying to hustle and make money. Yeah. So you see it as just is a career and this is what I'm doing. You get me? The reason why I see the career part of it is because of what I told you. Like I'm yeah. I'm one of those educated people. Like whatever I do, I delve into it and find out everything. Like most of them I go busted. Why I go out quick was because I could explain to officers where my mind is. I go online, I show them look subconscious where it's legalized, I show them what they have, what they're trying to confiscate, tell them look at what it does. Mm-hmm. 
it's illegal, but at least as human beings, they will understand and say, I want this guy, shall I bless angels? They just do this thing based on saying, I'm gonna leave him at the end of the day. He's not, he's not trying to be harmful, he's not a danger to the society. Yeah. Okay. So but do don't get twisted, they have guys that are crazy. That have lost their mind. That That's what I'm saying. So see the other side. Society. Um, I understand, and this is where I have. I don't have a firm opinion on it, so I understand how it can be good for people medically. But I've also seen people who are on weed all the time that can't really can't function. Yeah, like they can't function. They're always high. So when you say, so I wonder, do you wonder about that? To be honest with you, I used to be bothered about that. But listen, when I realized that even alcohol people have issues with alcohol people will always have issues if they want to have to have issues it's not about the substance yes the substance can be a plus to affecting them but the truth is i don't know about any other drug but marijuana anybody has gone stupid or crazy or lost his mind over marijuana there's something other attached to it that's okay honest just truth. just let's let's pause there but then you don't only deal like marijuana is what you know most, most. But you, right. sell other. but you could you sell other things. People ask you to get other things. You could get other things. What do you? Them, right? What are the other things you sell? Ecstasy is molly. Mm-hmm. They these are pills. They incite happiness. They incite like they give you that you feel right. You feel love. You feel you get where I come from. You get excited. Mm-hmm. Now see, I want to talk about something. I know that yeah, this is my field. Oh yeah. I sell other stuffs, but those are stuffs that yeah, just because one or two times I need money and it comes true. Yes. But I can't defend that, so I, I'm not going to talk about what I can't defend. Let's because th- this is what I want to get to. The fact that you know that it's not defensible is where I want to get to that. There are lines that even you understand. So, for example, let's hypothetically say that we're talking about cocaine. Now, most people, I don't know very many people, but the one or two people I know who delve in drugs, at some point, they enter because he's, he's now a rich man. <laughs> okay, no, wait now, let me land on my question. So now, you, people do it for the money, but then my question is, so where is the line? Is that a line for you? Is there a line? No, see, that's where I'll tell you, asking the wrong person. See why you're asking the wrong person. I have a line. And all the times that I've tried to flip something else that's not marijuana, I don't really feel good about it. It, there are the times I can count. I'm not like, yeah, no, I don't. My line is, if it's not Kush, there's a problem. Molly, I'm cool with Molly ecstasy. I'm cool with that because, yeah, those are party pills. There are countries where, yeah, it's illegal. There are countries where they don't even look at it. Things you consider to be dangerous. I don't really like. For instance, for, 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 for instance, for instance, like crack, I would never. Okay, but some other things you might a bit. I might because the people at that point in time are bad. They're gonna pay good because money for it. Yeah, pay that's, good money. that's what I'm saying. So in a way, I understand. The thing is, I actually understand what you are saying, and I can see that you're sensible and you've made it work for you in a way that you can. Like appreciate you, you want to run it as a business. I understand what you're saying, different opportunities, but I also think that you also understand how it is bad and how forget legal, right? If just tell me if you want me to talk about the ne- negative parts of it, I will tell you about the negative part. That if that's what you want me to talk about, I talk about the disadvantages of it. I will go into that. Yes, because so that's that's why for me. Like you said, some things are not defendable. You can't defend some things. So me, I'm trying to see how you balance that up for yourself. Okay, let me give you. Let me give you. Let me give you an instance. Okay. Um, I got an offer once <laughs> to deal on coke. The first thing I studied for my studies, the first thing I realized was that the clientele is different. Mm-hmm. 
the kind of people that come to you the the um the pay is good because the fact they're more addictive and mm-hmm. but the trouble they come with is is is, is crazy like normally we might be just kush i'm good like people can't pay they go i don't even care like i say my d- deliver i'm not even worried but with this you have people that come to you and tell you oh they've got their they've got their eyes stop attack and they want to drop it because they want to pick up and you know it's more like collaterals and from collaterals you now have cases whereby somebody comes to now get the cops and tell you the collateral that was being dropped for you is is, is stolen yeah. from someone else you know things like that are things so i it's noticed it's more dangerous, it's more dangerous. so like when i had all those problems and everything and i realized that this is not something i want to do yeah it but there are people i know that my friends that don't care they're about that life they get busted they go in you know probably from the rich family their parents come through and <coughs> get them out they're back there again so they're doing it like so if you get on confidence still yeah. making money they travel out they go on vacation to you like the bottom line is like the money can justify like the taking care being able to money take care of yourself like the financial you can honest with you that is the truth okay so can i ask another question your does your family know what you do like by family i mean like parents um do your siblings and your parents they know what you you do you take care of them so they collect money Um, do they collect wait does your family collect money from you like do they hit you up to be like of course they do but do they know where your where your money is coming from to be honest i almost say my family do my family they don't but um what do they think you do but you just think you're the, the only person I owe anything to who is, is your my maker? mom. Who's my mom? Does she know? My mom knows. Mm. She might not know the gravity or she might know the depth of it, but she knows because um, I've had some of my family friends that are, you know, in the industry that have seen things that have gone, they've told her things, and I, I, I've been lying and I stopped lying. How does she feel about it? To her, she's in she's in the UK and the environment she's in, she's she sees a lot. She she knows about the lifestyle. She knows a lot, but she's just been a mother, so she does not really want to um, try and imagine the depth of how in. I mean, yeah. so you think she's just trying not to think about? I think she knows she's not trying to think about how deep it is, because she 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 the moment anytime I try to give her a picture of how deep it is, she doesn't want, she doesn't want it. She flips. She just see me as that rapper going for shows, doing cool, but yeah, it's a gateway just on the side, like, you get okay. me? Okay, okay. Um, another thing I want to ask is, okay, so you were saying you grew up in Patakas in those areas. Do you ever feel a type of way about, because a lot of people who buy, let's forget the rich people now, a lot of times people that are using a lot of their money, small money that mm-hmm. they have, poor people, mm-hmm. to buy weed, mm-hmm. and then you know that maybe the guy's buying it, this is money he's supposed to be in, take care of family. Mm-hmm. Do any of those things come into play when you're selling, or it's just, listen, that's your business? You don't make friends with your customers. Like, from the first time a customer gets, like, the first two packages from you, his motive is try to be your friend. Mm. I don't have friends. That's part of, that's the advantage of the business. I could chill with you guys, like I could call you guys, I could be at Icy Intercontinental or like Radisson chilling, like program the evening. I could finesse you guys in the sense that you guys come to my hotel room and show you guys in live and yeah, 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 but don't get it twisted. It's just for the fact that I know you guys are potential buyers and I want you guys to be my friends. Yeah, for the money. Okay. Can you get out? Like, is it actually a possibility to be out of the business? Because I know that there's some things you get into and whether you like it or not, you can never really be out. Why that question is tricky is that I myself, I'm still in, I'm, I'm still in the process you get, okay. and 
I know a lot of people have been older than me that are still in this shit. Mm. So I've not seen anybody get out. That's what I was saying. Like, I, I don't. I don't know that people are getting. So can, is it a thing? Can, can you actually say I'm out? I'm going. Yo, trap is a lifestyle, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it just gets to a point where you can't see that anymore. It's not visible. Yeah, you don't see. No, no. Okay, so because it's interesting because everybody who is trapping wants to set up legit things. Which makes me no, you know the scary thing. Most of people trapping have legit structures already. See, it's just a support system. Interesting. It's just people like we, like people like us, that like yeah, we could still coming up. Like you cannot see it is visible because we're the ones playing that level. Yeah. But these guys that make the major bugs that rack billions every week, they're good. So what do you say to people who are like you're wasting your life? Like yeah, the problem in society. People like you, this one, that one, that one. The average person's idea of a drug dealer, like you are, you know, see, um, a non um, um, I would say, um, education has helped me a whole lot. You feel me? So, like, even like the people around my my peers, people I know that do stuff around me are, pro- are pretty much educated, like I am, too. You get me there? Like I told you, most like more comfortable than I am. If you don't know, you don't know, man. Like, to be honest with me, I don't care about what you think, man. Like, at the end of the day, you call me, I come through. Like, my money, man, my lot is beeping. You dig? So, so chill. So, chill, chill. We, we get that shit all the time. It's the stigma that comes with the business. You get to enter scenarios whereby you see your parents tell you... They want to treat you anyhow. Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you are doing this thing. Like, fam, probably is working. That? You understand you why? Me? Of course, I understand why. Okay. This is this is still the same reason what we're talking about. The fact that yo, it's illegal. It's not that kind of business. It's no. Yeah. You get where I'm coming from. But the truth is, most of these guys that are customers, these guys that are doing these stuffs, are guys that don't have half shit of what you got. That's the honest truth. So once again, you're, you're rolling. You're taking it back to money. It's the truth. Okay. Okay. It's the truth. Let me not say money. Let me say. Comfort. Let me say your level. Like, let me say like, his money. His money. His money. Worry, money. money. It's, it's fine. It's you can't come. It's fine. His money. His money. I, I understand how you see it, chat. I understand how you see it. I, I understand how you see it. I don't agree with it at all. Yeah, but, but I understand, understand how exactly how you see it. And I don't like. From I think yes. Why don't you agree? For me, the negatives outweigh. The negative externalities are way more than positive. Outweigh anything for me that can make sense, and that's why I don't agree with this. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't even think it's about the law for me because I mean, this law in this land is. No, the negative has to do with the law. Yeah, it has no, to do no, with everything. There is no. that, but I mean, the I mean, negative externalities of drug dealing and drug taking. Yeah. Um, please. Um, if we say drugs, let's let's be specific about. This what is what I'm saying. saying. So for you, even <laughs> for you, right? I feel like you would say the things we're saying about somebody who's maybe dealing cocaine, heroin, things you you consider to be dirty drugs. But for me, it's all one grade of the same. down to marijuana. It's all part of. But the let me same. tell you. Let me. What if I tell you that, like, in like five years from now, your your whole ideology will change? Tell me, like, based on your research, like, it helps how many negative, how many disadvantages have you really come across? Okay, let me tell let's you. be honest. Marijuana now. Let me tell you, it helps people in pain and all that, but I also know people who are always high, and those are people that I can't even give anything to do because they don't have any focus. You are a very functional person who is doing this, but what I'm saying is for me, and I, I'm not here to disagree with your lifestyle or look down on No, at all. It doesn't I matter. I don't even care to do that. I'm just saying for me, Sha, it can't bang. 
It cannot ban for me. Not apart from law. If it was legal, I wouldn't do it. Sorry, El Chapo. I don't like the way it is on people that I know who are smoking medical marijuana every day. Out. And the thing is, it's easy to get from a place where it's just social to a place where it's just every day. And this is my issue with it. Yeah. So there's the theory. There's the theory, and then there's the like practice. So that's the thing for me. But on a business level, I get you completely. It's the same thing. Look, people are selling cigarettes. People are selling. So they understand what's what's going on. It's on the pack. This thing is going to kill you. Cigarettes are worse. I also would not sell cigarettes even if I was paid a lot to do it. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. There are things that I wouldn't get into. So, my, another question I have is, do you have anything that you use to kind of absolve yourself when you feel very bad? I do pay time to judge or do you have like, give a to charity? You give to charity. Meditation. That makes you feel like, okay, like you said, I'm feeding people. That kind of absolves I know that you don't have necessarily guilt, but if you did, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, I'm able to do this, and so, like, look at what I'm able to do. I'm able to, or if it can just be taking care of people, things like that. It might not be a charity organization, but I know how much I give back. You I know, I know what I do for people. You get me. Most of the people that really work with me are people that are way much older. They have kids. Mm-hmm. They have families. So it's not like I think about that. But most time, when I try to crucify myself and feel like this is negative, this is bad, or whatever, am I doing this? Thing? When I think about how many people are depending on me, I like I've had times I want to shut down. Like I've shut down a couple of times where. I said I'm not doing this for like a couple months and I see people that get affected by it just because of the fact that you are taking he's not driving anymore, he's not getting this anymore, he's not doing that anymore. So and then when I weigh them with the disadvantage, like I've not I've had products come to me whereby they experimented and I see the okay. results. Like there's a there's a period where I will talk about this because it's important. There's a sus- substance that got into the country at one point in time, it was like marijuana, it was called black mamba. It was making so much money because it was so strong. Mm-hmm. So, and I had scenarios where I saw people, they take that substance and they lose their mind. They go mad, like straight up. I was in a party where everybody ran mad in the party because they were taking, they were taking it. After then, I had a meeting with those guys. I told them, niggas, I'm off this because me, this thing is recreational for me. Yeah. I want people to be happy and cool. Once he has started having those kind of side effects whereby people are complaining, I'm not cool with it. Yeah. Okay. You all, right. all right. All right. All right. So, thank you so much. All right. Gustav. Gustavo. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank for you for coming to talk to us uh, candidly. We hope to. We hope you are well. We hope, hope you, you don't come to my street. <laughs> yeah. Anytime soon. Not because no, I don't want to visit me because my neighbors are. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't move. Like, I got. I've, I've got four uncles in the NDLA. Oh, that's nice. Let's talk about this. What's the... How do you get yourself out of trouble? Um, <laughs> you said your first, was in India. First thing first, this is Nigeria. Everybody has it. It's not like everybody has a prize. Like, you have to know the levels to this shit. People get ignorant about the country and think that ah, people don't even know about daft. We don't know what's going on. People are dumb. They're not seeing what's happening. But the truth is that they have people that see everything, that know everything. Trust me. If you get busted, you think those police are illiterate and stuff like that? Nah. From the first two, three hours, they know 
your words. They know what you've done. They know. You get where I'm coming from. So when you hear they caught this guy and they heard a sass caught this guy and they shot this guy in the leg and blah 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 blah. You a bad nigga, man. You've done a lot of crazy stuff in the past. They have your information. Mm-hmm. So when you get in trouble, cool. what do you do? Is it these uncles that come to you? No uncles. I have them, but the truth is that whenever I get in trouble from my conversation with the officers, they know that I'm not a threat to the society. If you're a threat, they know. Mm-hmm. And what is a threat to society? A threat is that guy. Sense. A threat is that guy that is dealing on black man by crack and everything. And people are dying and he doesn't give a fuck and he keeps selling. And even the ones that own him, he goes to their house with guns and busts them and shoot some nigga in the leg and yeah. kill some nigga for his money and keep going. And things nobody's seen. Yeah. They have a millions of guys like that. Those are threats. Even me, I don't even fuck with guys like that. But when I see them, I know that yeah. this guy's you know, this guy's on the dark side. Question: You have owning business. How do you do? Yeah, people who owe you money. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how do you people do? So at the moment, at the moment, how much are you being owed? What's your outstanding? Like I have, I have my outstanding balance. FK has her own outstanding balance. The one I can remember is over like five mil. Okay, and what do you do when people owe you money like that? Because I'm sure it's big, big people that owe you money. What do you do when people owe you money? See, that's the part of the business that is crazy. People gotta owe. Why? Do you do you do you sell on credit? Of course I do. Okay. And do people pay back most of the time? They do. Like imagine someone that just keeps picking up from me that gets like three hundred, five hundred back to back is mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. That's the fifty. And one of one all of a sudden it comes when I tell you he needs like a meal. Mm-hmm. You may bother because Because you have been paying before. So guy. And this guy picks a meal and you call him like the next two days. This guy's in Germany or he's in France, he's gone. Dig and he's whatsapping you telling you he doesn't know when he's coming back but don't worry because the truth is about most people when they do this they think that you're cool they think you can handle it they don't even have they don't have an idea that look there's someone you're answering to there's someone that's gonna kill you if you don't get that money so do you answer to people that will kill you of course I do do so in the hierarchy you you have of course when you owe your ogre money what happens what happens is that Every bar I'm in or club I'm, I'm chilling, I'm looking out for my life, I'm looking over my shoulders. The levels of this shit, if you want to go all the way there, you have to be ready for it. It's this. left for you. So, um, so, do you have protection? I don't mean, obviously, I don't mean sexual. I mean, do you have bodyguards? Do you have weaponry? Uh, see, I choose to live in a fairy tale world most times just because I want to feel I cool. See that. And I just keep going and going, but I don't try to like exclude the so fact. So, you're not that, exaggerating? Yeah, I, th- I don't try to exclude the fact that this shit is real. Okay. Now, the other analogy, Jola, do you want to repeat what you said? No, okay, so basically, we're asking, you know, about products, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was basically, you know, I sell weed, I sell weed. Just <laughs> a little bit of cocaine sometimes. And I said, okay, it's just like saying, oh, okay, actually, I sell Ankara, but once in a while, I can, I can get you lists. Or dam- do you get what I, I mean? Yeah, and I was just kind of wondering, you know, where the line was. And he, he actually explained, he explained it with just explain we explained about the fields. <sighs> okay. So you are selling oh. Ankara now. That's medical marijuana. Okay. You dig, like I said, um, once in a while, like if you want to get molly, you want to get cocaine, you want to get shit like that. You know how to get. Yeah, I could flip that for you, but, but that's not your area. But that's not my area because they, there are people that that's what they live by. That's their life. A question I have again is: the big guys in this trade are they Nigerians or are they foreigners? 
Niger. Of course, now most of them are Nigerians, but man, most of them are eighty percent of them are people that didn't really grow up in Nigeria. They didn't grow okay, up in so Nigeria. Yeah, they have foreign backgrounds because mm. mm-hmm. because the stuff is foreign. So okay, I mean. This has been an enlightening um, session, yeah. to say to say the least. Um, so uh, one last thing. So what what other industries are connected? Because obviously, I feel like the number one industry that is connected is food. Okay. Now, if I if I sell you medical marijuana, the next thing you need is munches. You need food. So people who sell drugs usually sell food. Straight up. They usually have food chains. Or they always have food outlets. All right. Anyway, I'm glad you came. It was very interesting to hear what's happening. I suspect that in the next few years you will still be in this industry. <laughs> this is my suspicion. Well, like I said, um, I'm a rapper. I have a career. You might not really know me, um, but. I believe with time you're more interested with my career, my rap career, than whatever you think you're talking about right now. All right.